0: Hammer and Nigel. you
1: believe these characters are weirdos? So let's
0: rock it! Boy, Congressman Matt Gaetz from Florida kept his promise, didn't he? He said, like, look, if uh, House Speaker McCarthy even starts to screw around a little bit with the Democrats, he's out. And he followed through on that promise yesterday. Very upset that McCarthy uh, worked with Democrats on that 45-day stopgap. I do find it a little disingenuous that Gaetz is mad at Kevin McCarthy for working with Democrats to pass that 45 day stopgate while Democrats, while he worked with Democrats to oust Kevin McCarthy. You get
1: what I'm saying there? I see what you're saying. But ultimately, for me, I think Matt Gaetz is more upset about the ridiculous amount of spending. And the straw that broke the camel's back was when Matt Gaetz started hearing some scuttlebutt that Kevin McCarthy. While he didn't put Ukraine money in the stopgap right, bill, right. he was working on another bill to fund Ukraine with the Democrats.
0: And look, if that was the case and and Gates and the Freedom Caucus had him commit to stuff because there was like before he's voted House Speaker, I mean, he went, went through like five days of votes, like 15 different times of you know voting before they finally come to an agreement. That certain members of the Republicans would vote for him, right? It was and if, a he, if, he, if he was breaking those deals, and if he's doing back alley, back alley agreements with Democrats,
1: then then Gates had a point. So the question now becomes, who's next? And we've already got a couple names in the mix. It feels like this "who's next" process is going a little quicker than a lot of people anticipated. So Steve Scalise and Jim Jordan both yeah. have their names in the mix. I you going to
0: say something? Steve Scalise has cancer. He just announced he has a rare form of blood can- cancer. That is treatable. Yes. doesn't make sense to me that he would want this job in any capacity while getting chemotherapy for this. I mean, you have to be on the road fundraising a Speaker of the House hundreds of days out right. of a year.
1: And you can't just keep an eye on your Republicans. You've got to keep an eye on what the Democrats are doing, too, because as the speaker, you kind of get the say of what's going on here. You're the person in charge of the House of Representatives. So I'm kind of in on Jim Jordan if this is the case. He's the founder of the House Freedom Caucus, the chair of the House Judiciary Committee. Is he perfect? No, but nobody is, and I feel like he's the guy that everybody could rally around and make this process as painless as humanly possible. That's the guy. He's kind of a flamethrower. He's going to be tough on accountability. He wants some of these investigations done.
0: Yeah, I, I wonder how successful he's been at the Judiciary Committee, his role as chair there. How much have they actually accomplished Uh, Gates was critical of Jordan's role uh, with the weaponization of the FBI. Said it was kind of a weak, it ended up being a weak, um, sort of theater-ish type of uh, of deal. But Gates has endorsed Jordan. Right. uh, He said he'd be fine with him being speaker.
1: Thomas Massey has endorsed Jordan. Gates has endorsed Jordan. One person that will not be voicing their opinion on support... (laughs) of Jim Jordan is former Speaker Newt Gingrich. Newt is ticked off this whole thing happened in the first place. A lot of people are. Take a listen to the former House Speaker talking about what's happening now. 96%
0: of the Republicans voted for McCarthy. 4% voted against him. From my position as a longtime Republican activist, they're traitors. All eight of them should in fact be primaried. They should all be driven out of public life. What they did was to go to the other team to cause total chaos. We ought to be focusing on Biden. We ought to be focusing on the economy. We ought to be focusing on the border. Instead, you're going to get a week or 10 days of the media focusing on Republican disarray. It's an astonishingly destructive behavior by a handful of egocentric people who think they're superior to 96% of the conference.
1: Now, I like Newton. He's been on this show a couple times, but I don't know if I can go down the traitor rabbit hole.
0: Uh, People accuse the Gang of Eight of being unserious or performance artists, you know, nihilists. Yeah, traitor is a bit of a hyperbole for me.
1: I think one of my favorite statements was from Ron DeSantis, who was asked about what's going on, and his whole angle was, Let's be perfectly clear. I hated McCarthy before it was cool. You know, I, I've, uh, I opposed McCarthy when it, when it wasn't cool years ago. Um, and he's really somebody that Donald Trump has backed and put into that position. Uh, and so I think that they've not delivered results. Uh, I think the contrast between Florida, us delivering results and what you have in Washington is typically failure theater this is because of what they've done in Washington. So we need a whole different approach. There's a little history there between McCarthy and DeSantis. They don't like each other. So DeSantis was like, let me be the guy that says, I liked the band before they were popular. I didn't like McCarthy before you guys kicked him out.
0: It's Ron DeSantis. And he did mention Trump in there, too. He did.